Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be the storyteller for the evening. Tonight we finish up the combat at Vinny's with Oliver going galaxy brain and Lenny dreams about angels in the outfield. Casks asks some interesting questions, gambles, and Liv gets a rather desperate call. This is Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Episode 3, Probability 103. Tyler, you are chasing after this guy who has nine ghosts on him. What are you going to do to him? Oh, and no left arm. How, how fast is he running? Is he like stumbling around or is he just like... Oh, he's running. He's running at a normal pace. Well, I'm probably also, not also he's him. not Also, he's not bleeding from that arm, which is a little weird. Well, it's I'm almost like there's no blood flowing through it or anything. I'm probably not going to catch him. But you know what? I, I don't have a lot of athletics, but I do have... Intelligence. Can I pick up a brick in this New York alleyway? Yeah. I'm gonna pick up a brick and be like, hmm, and do some quick math in my head, like, yeah, that, that should be about right. I'm gonna use all according to plan. Oh no. Yeah. Oh great. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna use the full version, which is in essence and a willpower. Please explain what this does. All according to plan. The base version costs one essence, and it allows me to substitute either my intelligence or my academics for any role. Um, if I spend the willpower along with the essence, I can do both. Oh, and let me guess, you're you're, you're using your intelligence and academics for a throw of a Correct. brick. Correct. Oh, great. I, I imagine him, like, planning the trajectory of how it's going to hit him. <laughs> I, I, like, I, like, lick my finger, like, yeah, it's not too much wind tonight. Yeet! <laughs> Roll it. Yeet! <laughs> Difficulty six. Perfect. Oh boy. <laughs> How many is that? That Ten. is seven successes. Seven. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I'm real smart, y'all. <laughs> um, the brick. The brick goes flying. I want it to and... be known that this entire time, I'm not running after him. I'm calmly walking, and I slowly, lethargically pick up a brick and just chuck it. Jason it basically, walking it basically just bounces off of a couple things, falls down a a, uh, a gutter, and then like comes out of like one side of a building, and then like hits, like hits like off of a car, and then bounces, and then just smacks into his head, and the dude just goes down. And I'll walk over there. <laughs> is he, like, unconscious, or is he, uh... He is not unconscious, but he does look, uh, stunned. And he kind of stares up at you with a little bit of, like, vacancy in his eyes. If he, as long as he's staying there, I'm just gonna, like, go grab all the chains. Let all the ghosts go. As soon as you do, as soon as you touch one of those chains, the ghosts are freed. Uh, there are... Basi there's basically a ghost from every decade of the 1900s uh, finally finalizing it off in a very radical looking skateboarding ghost. After they're all free, is, he, is the guy still there? Yes, he is still there. He looks up to you as he is uh, realizing what's going on and he just goes Listen, man you don't want to you don't want to be fucking with this. Just you should probably not have done that. The bosses ain't gonna like it. And he appears to be kind of like pulling himself backwards away from you. I'm gonna like... Hmm. Oh, if you knew. If you knew the never-ending cold that they've constantly had to experience this entire time. If you, if you saw the void like they have, like I have, then you'd understand. I'm just gonna kick the shell and knock him out. Okay, I'm gonna just let that happen um, because he's basically like down for the count. He can't really defend himself. What? Uh, so at this point, the uh, uh, the, the raccoon vampire has gotten into the car. Is anyone from that group going to chase after him? Nah, let him go. 
All I can, I have his name, and all I can do is shoot at him. That's it. So I'm just going to let him go. Julia, you said that you're going to let him go too? I'm going to go check on Vinny. This other guy is knocked out, but the one person from there is dead. Another person has run away. And the guy with the ghosts is, uh, you're, you're kind of in charge of what's going to happen to him. Okay. I assume, Julia, that you uh, you come out of your Shinte form before you go to check on Finny. I have trouble figuring out even what's going on. So, like, I don't know how to turn it on and off. You're you can't turn it off. You're not getting out of it. <laughs> okay. You basically go in as a monstrous version of yourself. You see that Vinny has brained to the tracksuit. You, you've, he has brained two of the guys in, in track suits uh, with a pizza rolling uh, with a pizza roller. <laughs> rolling pin? Yes, that's the word. And he looks up at you since, you know, you're now taller than him, and he holds onto the rolling pin for dear life, and he just goes, Oh, no, this, this is not my day. This is definitely not my day. Oh, get get the fuck out of here! Um, at this point, I think I figured out how to come out of the form, and I go back into the normal Roswell form, and I just kind of very calmly grab him by the collar and say, "Benny, I want a raise." You know what? I think that yeah, you, you're gonna you you're gonna get a raise, but first, raccoon for your ass. All right, I want a fucking raise. All right, all right. Blue, and I blue. want to be able to sleep in the loft above this place. You, wait, you, you're going to live in the loft? Yeah, the place above here? I want to live there, rent and utilities free. For as okay. long as I want. Okay, how about uh, how about that is your raise? <laughs> I don't think that you're really in a position to negotiate right now, fat ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to follow her in. Same. Yeah, the uh, the protection money that you were paying them now you've got all that extra money you can you can pay my friend what she deserves right y- yeah yeah okay yeah what what do you all want a fucking place to live here no i've got a place to live okay um <laughs> tyler what are you doing with the uh with the vampire is he gonna die I mean, if you just leave him out on the street, the sun's going to get him eventually. Then I can't move him. Because that's saving his life. Oh. I leave him right there. Okay. But if you don't know if it saves his life or not... I'm going to leave that up to Brendan. I I don't know that the sun's going to kill him. Uh, well... I don't know. Frankly, I don't even know what he is. It's that line of, you don't really... Know what at my is. present so, time, no. at my present knowledge, do I think he's gonna die sitting there? No. Then I just leave him there. For all you know, he could just like, you know, wake up before it happens and then get the fuck out of there. Then I just leave him there. Okay. Um. Are um the, ghosts, the ghosts are gone. The ghosts are gone. Okay. They yeah, just they might come back later. Okay. Um, he no longer has ghosts in his blood. So, okay. I, I, I kind of just slowly, <laughs> I slowly walk back into the into the shop. Um, I want to make a market note that, like, already, Liv looks like gaunt, like ill, very pale, very like gaunt, and like the ha- the color in his hair seems to be like draining away. Uh, as that dark presence walks up behind us, I'm gonna jump around into my best West Virginia ninja pose. And get ready for some trailer park ninjutsu with the skull can throwing star. Kind <laughs> of turn back and go, "Yo, Liv, did all the pressure of living in New York hit you at once?" Sure, let's go with that. You want some coffee? Yeah, yeah, I do. You do? All right. Yeah. Hey, Benny, get off the fat ass and brew my buddy some coffee. Yeah, yeah, I got y'all. Uh, so for Roswell, uh, you begin to feel extraordinarily tired. Like all of the energy is draining out of you at once. 
You know right. now is the time to get the fuck to sleep, and you know that you need a private place to do it. Hey, um... Hey, Vinny, we still got those old drums of, like, old oil? Yeah? Yeah, I need one moved upstairs. Go on to bed, guys. You need anything? Let me know. You know where I'm at now. Oh, and Vinny, as long as I'm here, no one's gonna fuck with your place. Okay, so, uh, Julia, when you go upstairs and set up to sleep, for your first sleep as an Exalted, the demonic energy actually unfurls itself from you and then wraps itself around your body into a chrysalis in which you sleep and fuse with your demon for the next three days. Fucking fantastic. I love it. Great metal. When the rest of you split up, uh, the last person to get any... Uh, basically, the rest of you are tired from everything that's happened. It's draining to get that much essence suddenly pumped into your bodies. Um, Time to crash! <laughs> yeah, you guys all crash at your dorms or wherever, and Leonard falls asleep. Hey! Uh, I'll let it be known that for after this point, I sleep as like little as possible, because I uh, I have light sleeper as a trait, or as a merit. That's fantastic. Fair. Yeah, I need like two hours of sleep, and I can go for like an entire day. So you have the Christina superpower. Pretty much. It's offset by all the caffeine that I pump in my veins. The opposite of how I had Rory, where she pumps all the caffeine into her veins and then she crashes into a deep sleep. Okay. Um, so Cody, as you fall asleep, you have a vivid dream. You are you and Simple Man Freebird are standing in the ruins of a massive coliseum with a massive game board in the middle. And there is a four-armed golden man uh, with a golden halo around his, around his uh, head. He looks to you in recognition and uh, speaks to you. Ah, hello, the white-hot son of the South. Oh, this must be the big whites Terry was talking about. <laughs> What'd you call me? You are the white hot sun of the south. And for well, a long time, you're welcome, my child. As I was saying, the wheel of time has ground down your power from its former glory. However, I believe that if you can harness the greatness within, maybe, just maybe, humans like you might have a chance of prevailing against the darkness. But, wait, you said my power's been... But I just got stronger. How's Drastically my power been reduced down? from the time of lost ages. I really want Cody to roll Wait, and see. You mean when that happened? I lost my age. An I need Cody to roll and see if he thinks he's actually an angel and he's talking to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. He is. He's not the angel, though. He doesn't have to deal with heaven. <laughs> he just got illuminated in bright light. Got super strong fucking powers. A being with a heavenly voice is speaking to him, talking about how his power has been reduced from the age of greatness. I'm, I'm dead, aren't I? <laughs> no, my son, you're very much alive. In fact, you could say you're more alive than most other humans have been in a while. Cody, you're an angel. Does, does that mean... Uh... Does this mean I've got to start playing baseball instead of football now? Because, you know, Angel in the outfield. they have angels in the outfield, but they never you never hear about angels in the end zone. I don't want to play baseball. <laughs> if you don't, my child, if you do not search for the true evil of the first from the first murderer, 
There will be no angels in the outfield, only you and the rest of humanity in the end zone. At the, because these are the end times. <laughs> you've, uh, you've never played football, have you? Uh, <laughs> can I call you Michael? Yeah. Uh, I don't go to the end zone. I'm a lineman. <laughs> You're not imagine. Line. Listen here, you poor thing. Yeah, doesn't know how to deal with him. <laughs> he crosses his four arms, clearly very confused by what that you're saying. <laughs> so you see when So you've got these guys, right? There's about about ten of them. Oh my god. While you're doing this impact. <laughs> you've got the guy that stands behind the guy that I stand next to, he's called the quarterback. He's the one who gets the guys on the ends. They're the tight end. I don't know why they call them tight ends, but that's what they're <laughs> called. They're the guys that go to the end zone. I protect the quarterback. So are you trying to say that I've got to protect the world's quarterback from the first but Kane's been dead forever if that is the analogy that you wish to use then so be it <laughs> I uh, will not pretend to understand your simple mortal games but the first murderer and his children are still very much alive oh man if I kill him that's gotta be like a ticket straight to heaven, right? Huh. And with that, Cody, you wake up. <laughs> Perfect. At this point, two days have passed. Uh, you all are unable to get a hold of Roswell, as she is still undergoing her weird infernal exaltation, and you all have decided in some capacity to meet up at the Long Island University Library. So you guys go to uh, the Long Island University uh, Library, as it, it's near the beginning of the semester, there are a lot of students uh, learning, kind of learning the ropes and figuring things out. The uh, The library is hustling and bustling at this point, but you guys do manage to snag one of the rooms that uh, that's a little bit more, uh, that, that's off to the side, has, has some closed doors. And uh, with a little bit of work, if you guys wanted to, you could make it like a little bit more soundproof, like, you know, putting some towels down and like adding some muffling uh, things to the walls. It's definitely not going to, you know, you don't want to discuss like murdering a political figure in here, but it'll definitely get the job done for what the hell just happened last night. And obviously at this point, uh, Roswell has not uh, responded to any text messages, uh, phone calls or anything. For the sake of consistency, I like to think that Liv also didn't respond to phone calls or texts, but just happened to be in the library when you showed up. Because if not, at a coffee shop or at work, where else would you be? That's fair. So you guys, I uh, wanted to let you know. I talked to God and I'm going to be changing careers. I'm going to be a baseball player now. Alright, run that by me one more time. That's lovely, Leonard. I talked to God and he told me I had to become a baseball player because angels aren't in the end zone and he doesn't want anyone in the end zone. Okay. All right. All right. Liv flips through the next page of his book on uh, possible suitable offenses for nursing and doctors. Excellent. Um, Cass is sitting there and she's flipping this silver coin and just kind of like rotating her fingers. So, you talk to God, and angels. Um, got it. Alright. Uh, well, clearly some shit happened to each one of us. Uh, I saw what I think were three fates. You know, that, that old, you know, 
maiden, matron, and crone situation. And they gave me uh, a thread that was my life or my fate or something. Oh, like the old ladies from the Hercules cartoon. Yeah. Pretty similar to that. Several mythologies have evidence of weavers of fate, as they're called. Interesting. Yeah, that's an apt description. I believe normally the, the reference is one for the past, one of the present, and one for future. That's, yeah, that's correct. Um, also, uh, I think I rewound time. Uh, I... It was when those big dudes all came out of the door. I was just thinking, I wish there was a way I could have stopped them or from coming out. And then I was behind the dumpster. Uh, before they came out. So I don't know what happened. The little gray's bloop got to you, didn't it? Well, and then, you know, I, I didn't have a weapon and I just wanted to do something to deter them away and uh, I shot light out of my fingers. Like, finger gun shot light out. What the fuck are we? I told you, I'm an angel. That's why God told me I had to play baseball. Okay, I don't think I'm an angel. No one has ever called me angel unless they're trying to flirt with me and doing a poor-ass job. Um, I, I'm very tired. Maybe that's that that's all I've got really. You also got shot. How the hell are you still alive? What do you mean? I'm confused by that question. You got got shot? Lenny just like super punched a dude through a wall or into a wall or I don't even remember what happened. And then the gun went off and you got shot. Yeah, sorry about that, bud. Oh well, it's okay, really. I really didn't get shot. Yeah. Yeah, you did. No. Not really. We watched the Oliver. bullet go into Oliver. you. Oliver. Oh, Oliver, we watched you get shot. It happened. You were bleeding out. Oliver got shot. That is correct. And then he died. I'm not dead. I'm alive. Cat. Cash just put just stops rotating the coin in her hand, holds it, and just puts her both her hands up to her face and leans on the table. I would I would appreciate deeply. I would appreciate not being called by Oliver. That's that's that name is that dude dead. But I I live. Oh, so Oliver's an angel too. No, Oliver no longer exists. Okay, then what are we calling you? Liv will do well. Sure. Uh, you know what? That That's just in line with everything else that's happening. I'm just gonna go with it. Fuck it. You can have my full name if you'd like, but I don't think you want to hear it. Uh, sure. Why not? Isn't it Oliver? Isn't that what Liv is Appar short for? Apparently not. We're no. Just, just... All Oliver is dead. I am. I'm not Oliver. I am. Uh, I'm Liv. Within the Oblivion, we are breathless. But Liv is just much easier. Cool. All right. Is is Man, that like I my need... angel name? You know what? I'll I'll be right back. I just I feel like I really need a cigarette right now. Damn. Nicotine is a leading cause of cancer in young adults. Getting shot is a good cause of death, but somehow you... you uh, ugh, fuck it, I'll be right back. <laughs> she just kind of gets up and grabs her back real quick and goes out to smoke a cigarette. It is very faint, but the slightest tint of a snarky smirk is on uh, Liv's face. I fucking love it. I, I, I'm fucking living for this interaction, by the way. I'm gonna get to Christina. Uh, real quick, because she just went out for a smoke and she triggered an event. Oh, lovely. Hey. Okay, so as that Cass goes out uh, of the library, uh, outside the, the required amount of feet to go and smoke from yeah, the building. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all good and shit about that. It's 30. 
As Good, Cody I actually both. didn't know. <laughs> you see a uh, young woman about your age start approaching you very, very rapidly. She is wearing uh, high heels, stockings, and a black skirt dress thing. I'm not very good at describing women's clothing. With some trim uh, and uh, long white, uh, yes. A skirt dress thing? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, a it's a, like a jumper? Like a dress. Okay, yeah. She So she is wearing a black mini dress and uh, has long white sleeves and uh, has shortcut black hair. So you do recognize her. As someone you've seen around some of the, like the the gambling halls or places where that like kids your age would go gamble, because I don't think you all are allowed in casinos yet. Uh, I can't remember how big gamble. Normally, you're allowed into a casino at twenty one. I mean, we assume I probably have a fake ID or some shit. Okay, I've failed enough times that I actually am twenty one. Oh, okay. There, Good job, bud. There are casinos you can get in 18, but I think the okay. standard is somewhere around 21. Okay, we'll just roll with uh, Cass has a fake ID to get into uh, casinos to get her gambling, her, her compulsive gambling out of the way. He you know this lady as um, only by her uh, her moniker that, uh, that people around the tables call her. Uh, they call her Lucky. Okay. Uh, because she is, well, she's extraordinarily lucky. Something that has kind of caught your attention before. And she basically uh, is, like, walking right towards you. Like, with this fiery gambler's passion in her eyes. All I can think of is that anime, what is it? It's like, uh... I want to butcher the pronunciation of it. Where they just do the ga the weirdest gambling ever. Kakegurui. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, more more or less. So she she approaches you and uh... ah, there you are, uh, young lady. I've been looking all over town for you. Hey, Lucky. She just lights the cigarette. That was a very good, uh, very good streak you had going over to the casino not, uh, a few weeks back. Uh, I was maybe looking to see if maybe we could get a little bit of a rematch going. I mean, when are you talking about, dude? Well, I have, I have about an hour before class, so, uh, here, now? Uh technically just taking a smoke and I've got a group that I need to go at least let them know I have to go somewhere. You good with that? Should take like a minute. She grumbles a little bit. Look, I'm down. I just if I leave, they're gonna worry. Maybe. Yes, yes, it's fine. Go go, go talk to them, go grab them, whatever you have to do, it's fine. These are always more fun with a with an audience anyway. Sure, I'll invite them if they want to come. Like I said, just give me a minute. And she just, she stamps the, the cigarette a little bit. She's already got like halfway through it real quick. Be right back. She heads inside back to, the, to where the boys are at. Hey, you guys want to watch me gamble real quick? Just... For giggles. We're already on the addictive behavior train. Why not? It's not an addiction. Clinically, that is false. But carry on. Can, hey, when's the last time you had some caffeine? Mm, about five seconds ago. Yeah, keep that in mind. Sorry, Lenny, what did you say? Can I bring Simple Man with us? Sh sure. Uh, I don't know if you want to make him visible, uh, but yeah, you can bring him along. See, why not? Wait, there are times you cannot see Simple Man Freebird? I can't see him right now. 
He's right there. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I can't right. see him. That's great. Maybe you guys are angels and you can see invisible things. I can't always see him. Congrats for you both. You want to come or not? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Even though gambling is... I don't condone this. But I'll follow along. Hey, I mean, maybe you'll learn something. Meet a friend. Who knows? I've got all my friends here around me. Well, come and spend some time with one of your friends while she does something she likes to do. How about that? As long as you don't gamble real money, then it's just playing games. Let's go. Yeah, totally. Cash well. just, like, walks out. <laughs> this way, guys. So, Brendan, I can see and converse with Freeman's Simple Man Freebird the entire time, right? Yes, yes, you can since you have those charms that let you permanently see into the spirit world and converse with spirits. Nifty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the only one of us three who can't see him right now. I have it. Okay, so you guys go out into the, the designated smoking area where this lady is hanging out. She has a... Uh, a thing of dice set out. Oh ho ho, it looks like you brought your friends. Well then, what game do you prefer to play? Uh, mm, I mean, I'll play almost whatever. How about, you supplied the dice, you can go ahead and pick a game. If it's something I just really don't like to play, then I'll let you know. Alright then, uh, how about a game of... Hmm. You didn't expect me to make you think of the dice game. You wanted me to think of it, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I'm tempted to say craps, but I don't think that's actually how craps works. Uh, so craps, you, you, uh, I've never played street craps. I've only ever played it actually on a whole table and everything like that. There's a little bit of a setup for that. I haven't played street craps since high school. The last time I played a game with dice that wasn't a tabletop game was when Brandon kicked my ass at Stormfox. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Liar's Dice transitions very well over to uh, rolling on. Okay, so how about this then? Uh, we will just roll off with some dice and see how this goes. Okay, we could do something like that. Yeah, just uh, probably just like 2d6 or whatever. You know what? Actually, let's, uh... Shit, I'm trying to think of, like, something really interesting to do with this, and I literally cannot think of mechanics on the fly. You can play high-low with the dice. Okay, uh, I don't know how to play high-low. So, you roll, and then the person that's not rolling bets on whether the next roll is going to be higher or lower than the current roll. Yeah, the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we don't look at, uh, the dice roller. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, um... Or we could just have them roll off a couple dice and see what happens, see where it goes. Yeah, I'm, d I'm down to plan with different... And we'll in the and interim, then, too, after this, we'll think of some other dice games that we Yeah, yeah. Do. And then, like, if you wanna... If you wanna try and do some stuff to maybe, like, cheat the system or, like, anything, just let me know, and then we can roll some actual, like, I game dice. Currently looking through to see what we can do. So we're gonna just go with uh, 2d6, uh, just because that's pretty fucking simple. I think. There we go. She starts off strong with a 6, and you kick her ass with a 10. She, uh, we probably should have uh, said that what they were betting at this point. I mean, I would imagine Cass probably has like a couple of chips or pocket change or something at least to set down to represent. Yeah, yeah, okay. You, uh, you guys are both gambling addicts, so yeah. you both probably walk around with chips on you on the regular. I mean, I imagine we at least have like one solid stack of chips probably. Let's say that there's... Uh, 
Let's say that each of you has five chips, and each time that you bet, you have to bet one chip. Okay. So you now have six, and she has four. Oh, this'll be... It's always much more fun to come back from the brink of death. Very true. Oh, Brendan, do I know her real name? Give me a... Uh, so she's also a student here. Um, what is Cass studying? Mathematics, probably. Or something that would align really well with gambling. I had an idea of what I was going to do with it, I forgot. Business? Uh, I could do business. That wouldn't be awful. Um, also, um, uh, it's, almost be it's always better to come back from the brink of death. Live like, hacks up something really roughly. <coughs> I was hoping he'd make some kind of comment on that comment. <laughs> so, um, I guess give me, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think of, like, what the equivalent, like, role would be for you guys to, like, of, to, like, know where that she's from. Or, not where that she's from, uh, but, like, what that she's studying, like, where that... Uh, so like you might have actually gotten her name or something like if you got like I'm just uh, trying to well, think of something. If, if she's if she's on the gambling circuit, it's possible. And if she's well known on it, it's possible there's probably chatter or having heard something from there. Okay. I just don't entirely know what that would be under. Do you have any contacts or anything on the gambling circuit or like anything I from backgrounds that does for that? Was I was gonna pick up contacts, but uh, I wasn't sure what to do with that, so I just have resources, wonder, and... Okay. I'm gonna go with no, you don't know... Uh, no, you don't know her uh, Her name. Her uh, field of study does not really line up with anything that you guys study. Okay. So, next bet. Uh, she's going to shake the dice vigorously and uh, roll them for a nine. So we're back oh, to five again. Back to evens. Yeah. I think that I will... I think that my luck is on the rise up, and she will throw in two coins this time. Okay. I'll throw in three. Oh. She will... match Here's that. Him. Okay. Um. Ooh. Another six from her. Oh! That's a nine for me, so I believe your three are mine. Yep, that puts you at uh, eight and her at two now. She's kind of rubbing both of them together, and you can see as that she's doing this, um, underneath her sleeve, there is a silver, a silvery kind of a, a silvery bracelet. Uh, that kind of catches your eye. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use uh, how uh, question. How long after the encounter with what, Peter, um, the the Peter Giuseppe dude? How long after that and that whole exaltation has it literally the next day? It's uh, it's like two days later. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use my name pilfering practice to get Lucky's real name. Okay. Um, so that's just uh, difficulty seven, correct? Uh, Dex and Larson against difficulty eight, and there's no save against it. Okay. I just have to succeed. I'm going to have Simple Man Freebird, like, stand between us and any passerbyers just to, you know, block anybody from seeing them illegally gambling. Even though he's invisible. <laughs> that's, that's so. Precious. That's so fucking precious. Okay, so he's doing his best. Wow, that sucks. I didn't get any successes. Oof. Yeah. Lots of ones. That was my killer. All right. Well, I don't grab her her true name then. If I may, I want to while I'm standing there watching, scratch Simple Man Freebird behind his big doofy ear. Um, so you can, you and, uh, you and Leonard can hear, uh, as you do that, him just going, 
Oh, thank you, friend of Leonard. That is the spot. <laughs> this really should be more concerning than it is. But it's surprisingly just wholesome. Hey, uh... Why would it be concerning? Hey. Yeah, Cass? I was gonna... Oh, I was just gonna let you guys talk. That's why. Because I was gonna talk to Lucky. I didn't want to interrupt you. I just have one response and then I'm done. Because this dog is the size of a small van. Or you're just used to seeing vans that are the size of big dogs. What are they talking about? I don't know. It's just it's just better to just let it happen. By I, the way, Lucky, I haven't slept very much. Sorry. Don't mind me. He's a nursing student. Little sleep. Unlike... That's a weird accent you got, Lucky. Are, are you from the Midwest? Oh, ho, 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 ho. no, you beautiful, beautiful stack of meat, you. I'm, I am, I'm a transfer student from Germany. Isn't that next to Washington? It's across mm. the ocean, Lenny. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But, but the ocean oh, oh. is next to Washington, so you're not exactly wrong, way. Eh? One of the oceans is next to Washington, so yeah. Uh, but yo, Lucky, what's what you got up your sleeve there? Oh, this this is just a bracelet that uh that uh that that a suitor gave me. It's uh pretty. Yes, yes, it's uh it reminds me of back back home. Well then, uh, I will have to bet too. To try and get my winnings back. All right, I'll uh, I'll match it. Hey, Brendan, I have a quick question for you. Yes. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but I have a cult. Does that bracelet look wonky? I also have one dot in a cult, but I don't. You are. <laughs> the better stat to have to figure that out is actually. No, you are right. A cult would be the the stat for that uh for for an item uh yeah uh if you want to roll that uh you can see uh standard difficulty occult and what else uh probably intelligence oh Perfect. you just gave him his his set oh germany that means you're a nazi way dad says we're not supposed to talk to nazis difficulty six you said yep holy shit bud. I drink coffee and I know things. So I'm, I'm going to go on this in order of how this is going to go down. Um, Christina, whatever that she rolls, uh, we're going to just minus six from it because she's about to lose a die. Oh. Uh, so for uh, Tyler, he noticed the bracelet uh, and with nine successes can successfully tell that that is somehow a magical item. Um, you're not sure exactly how, but your uh, kind of exalted senses are kind of like tingling at it. You know that that thing is holding some form of secret in it. As she goes to roll uh, with her last uh, couple of dice or with her last couple of chips, Leonard makes the connection that uh, Germans are apparently all Nazis, according to his dad. Oh, God. And she fumbles one of her dice as it bounces and goes down a sewer, uh, down a sewer grate. So she will only be getting one die for this. I, I, roll can, I can have Simple Man look at it and... And Christina managed to get it too. On two dice. That's okay. Wow. Uh, no, I will make it funny. Uh, I'm gonna... Nah, fuck it. I'm just gonna let it stand. Never mind. I was gonna do a thing, but I'm just gonna let it go. She, uh, after that, she looks up with a look of, like, absolute disgust at Leonard. How fucking dare you compare me to those... Compare, com say that Germans are that. That is not what Germans are. We. That was rude and uncalled for, and I would like an apology right now. I feel like I actually missed something while I went to the it, bathroom. 
<laughs> but apologizing would make me a Nazi sympathizer. Lenny. Alright, bud, she fucking slaps you. Do you want to dodge out of the way? Like, she's not going to do any damage to you, but she is going to slap you really fucking hard. Nah, I'm just going to eat it for now. Lenny, it's not very nice to stereotype people by their nationality. That's pretty uncalled for. But that's where the Nazis come from. And the American South is where the KKK comes from. Are you a member of the KKK, Lenny? No? Well, what? It, that's... It's They're stereotyping. Like diet Nazis. Yes, but because of where you're from and your accent, someone might assume that you are. So see what happens when you assume stuff? She's gonna say that and look back at Luckily and be like, Roll that damn dice again! Fine, fine. We'll continue to roll, but make sure that your friend, friendly neighborhood football player? Yes, is that. Well, you're American football. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the only yeah, kind yeah. of football you're... there is. Okay, she's gonna don't, roll. Don't answer that, Lucky. Don't answer it. Just, gonna... just pay attention to me. <laughs> Look at me. She's she, Cass is doing that thing where she, you have the two fingers out and it's like pointing to eye to eye. Look at me. Roll the die. Okay. Uh... Actually, I'll even make it fair for you. How about this? I'll just roll one, too. Ooh. Oh. But... I, I can I can I have simple man fetch the other die. No. But do you want to up the ante? Ho ho ho! Of course. So uh, that bracelet you got. How much yeah. is that worth to you? She looks at it uh, for a little bit and goes, "Not enough not to bet it." And right. she will remove the bracelet and place it in the pile. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and push all my uh, tokens in. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so are we doing just one d6 then? One d6. Yep. Ooh, she got a four, and you beat her with a five. Yep. Could not have asked for it to go any better. Uh, I had a, I had a backup plan just in cases, so. <laughs> be kind, it's rewind. Yeah, basically, be kind and rewind. So Cass um, just put, puts her hands on everything and slides it towards her, gives a little salute to Lucky, and be like, "Better luck next time, Lucky." Lucky huffs very clearly, upset at her losing, and heads off in the direction of the uh, the building where that you all know that uh, law is taught. Nice meeting you. So, you know, she's a law student. And as she goes by, uh, she actually walks and uh, trips over nothing, except Oliver and Leonard can see that she actually ran into Simple Man Freebird's tail. Oh no, poor puppers. And I can't say poor puppers because I don't know. Are, are are you okay, Simple Man? She got is your she got your tail. Oh, yes, of course. Okay? Is he good, Lenny? Oh yeah, he's fine. He's okay. fine. That was extraordinarily weird. Normally, humans just pass right through me while I am on the spirit world. She's one of us. What do you mean, one of us, Mister Lord? That bracelet is an artifact. Oh, cool. I get more chips and some kind of artifact. Artifact isn't the right word. It's certainly not a normal bracelet. It has something. I don't know why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and like take a look at it with all my, my lovely mystical exalted brand um, do you put do you, <laughs> do you put the uh, Do you put the bracelet on? Yeah, Cass will take a minute to try and, like, look at it to see if it looks weird or anything like that. Um, and if it doesn't Some... look weird, then she'd probably would be like, eh, seems before, fine to me. And before just you puts do it that, on. Before you do that, she won't want me to take a look. I'll give it right back. I just don't want it to be something bad. Um, sure. Here. She hands it over to Liv. Now that I have a better, now that I'm kind of, like, have it in my hand, can I get a better look at it? 
Yeah. Same roll. Uh, yeah. While he's doing that, can I have a uh, simple man Freebird use his tracking to uh, get Lucky's dice? Because I'm pretty sure she's lost without her pair of dice. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, sure thing. Alright, it costs me a essence point, but he can track it perfectly. <laughs> I got five. Nice okay, um, Tyler, you can tell that this thing is hiding more than it's showing. Uh, there is, upon inspection of it, it looks like there is a larger... F- it, it feels like that there is a lot of matter compacted into a smaller space than should be possible. You know that it is designed as a weapon to be used, but that's about really all that you can get without uh, poking around at it. If you want to poke around at it, you're welcome to, and stuff will start happening, but... This is some sort of weapon, Cassie. Uh, Cassie, uh, uh, Cass. Uh, I'm no stranger to, uh, naming infringements. I'll try not to do that again. It's a whole ordeal, don't worry about it, just, just Cass is fine. Cass. Uh, yeah, this is a weapon. I'm not gonna mess around Uh, with it too much, but, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Cass is gonna get, put the chips in her, her pocket, get up, and... Well, I mean, if you don't think it's going to do anything bad, do you think I can put it on? Do you ever see those, those, um, whatchamacallit, those retractable staffs? Yeah. They're like all spring-bound metal pole, but it's like a little handheld thing. Yeah. This gives me a similar vibe. A lot of matter in that. It it seems like it's a lot smaller than it is. So it'll probably do something in that vein, but I'm not going to fuck with it too much. Here you go. Okay. She takes it back, moves a couple feet away from them, and kind of, like, shakes it in the air to see if it does anything. <laughs> um, it does not do anything while that, uh, it is, sh- it is shooken in the air, but you can see, uh, something about the metal, um, looks extraordinarily familiar to you. Uh, it is in the same color as that, uh, that thread of fate you got the other night. Huh. Well, not positive what it is, but it's kind of familiar, so I guess we'll just go with it. Uh, she's just gonna go ahead and put it on her wrist. Um, as that you put it on your wrist, uh, you can feel it tighten around your wrist, and you can feel a, uh, from one end of the bracelet to the other, you can feel a very taut string go across your wrist. Uh, it's a little uncomfortable at first. That afterwards, there's a, uh, there's a notion of, like, basically it gives you, like, the command gesture to operate it. And that can be uh, whatever that you want it to be, whether it's, like, a fancy flick of the wrist or just a very simple motion. Gotcha. Okay. Da 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 Right? You, you got your wonder. <laughs> Woo! Guys. We're not supposed to have weapons on campus, though. But this is a concealed weapon. Well, and I, I watched you punch a guy through a brick wall two days ago. Yeah, this does this look like a weapon, Lenny? You just said it's a concealed weapon, which is like a weapon, but with lying. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't look it doesn't look like a weapon though. I didn't say that. But Cass did. But does it look like a weapon? Would that, no. make, would that make sense for a bracelet to be a weapon? That doesn't make sense to me, Lenny. <sighs> I guess she just kind of she, she just waves right. her hand with with the wrist uh, with it on, and she's like, "It it looks like a bracelet to me. So if it's a weapon, you know, nobody's gonna know, but we'll figure it out, I guess." Okay then. I mean, if you think about it, Simple Man Freebird is also a concealed weapon because. Most people can't see him. But he's not a weapon. 
he's a dog. Look at it like this. As far as we've seen, it's a bracelet. So by logical standpoint, it's nothing more than a bracelet to us. It's not a weapon. It's a bracelet. Yep. But, but... Let's get going. You think we should go to the cafeteria and get some food or something? I mean, or do we need to sit and talk about... She just waves her arms in the air. All this weirdness still. If you like. I'm not really hungry much these days. Well, you have to eat to, you know, stay alive. That's probably why you're so tired. Not enough carbs. Thank you for the medical advice. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we are giving a medical advice to a nursing student, but... I'm a medical student. Right. Medical. Nursing. It's all the same. No. Nurses do practice medicine. They can, yeah. There is a nursing degree in this school, and there is a medical degree in this school. I am a medical student. Alright, whatever you say. But which degree are you getting? A, a, a degree in medicine. Um... Liv's phone starts going off. Um, it, if you look at it, you can see the number is from one of the, uh, the one of the nursing guys you ran into the other day, uh, Aaron, I believe it was. Hello. Oh man! Oh, thank thank God you finally answered, man. Hey, so uh, you remember how I said that I was gonna go out and drink uh, the other night? I. I got a little bit of a problem. I was wondering if maybe you could come help. What's the situation there? So, uh, I kind of passed out in the in the abandoned club building, and uh, I met this very pretty girl, and now she won't let me leave the club. Can you can you maybe come and help fast? Text me your address. I'll be there as soon as I can. He uh. He does not text you an address because it is the one abandoned club building on campus. Oh, it's on campus. Yes, it's on campus. It, it's 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 meant for uh, campus clubs. I was thinking like a rave party. That's exactly what I was thinking. Was Dude, just same. like that that like slightly off the road abandoned like big building that you just go into and just th- just trash the place with a rave. You know what? That's fair. Um, I have something to go handle. Come along if you'd like. Or not. Sure, but could we know what we're doing? I at least warned you guys I was going to gamble. A friend of mine is running into some trouble. Apparently, I don't really know much. Apparently he's being held at against his will. Oh. By a, by a female. Hmm. Oh, what's the name of that? As we're walking, what's that name of that movie where the really crazy fan... Ties the guy down to the bed and like breaks his legs or his ankles. I can't his misery. Yeah. Hopefully it's not one of those situations. I don't respond as we walk. Did you guys know that there actually is an Angels in the End Zone? And it stars Christopher freaking Lloyd. Don't tell Lenny though, it might screw with his brain too hard. He's a simple kind of man after all. Our theme song for this season is Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Krush. Other music in this episode was provided by Kevin MacLeod, Komiku, Jazar, David Hillowitz, and Alexander Nakarada. 
If you want to contact us, we're at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. Also, keep a lookout on our Twitter, a pair of dice lost. We've got some interesting stuff coming up in the future. If you could please share, rate, like, and tell your friends. We're a small podcast, but with your help, we can grow and share these stories. And because I saw that cool thing you just did, take a stunt dive.